Welcome to Pangstars. Today we have Fouad Hassanpour. He was born on August 29th in Abadan in Iran. He's a Virgo. Let's introduce our host. She's a meditation teacher, sound healer, and... I'm like, you can call me the fifth Destiny's member of child. Destiny's Child. Exactly. Shaw Pang, <laughs> the fifth Destiny's Child. How's it going? I'm good. I have camo pants on, feeling like a fifth rate. What's the one that no one liked? Like Michelle Williams or like the the ones that they swapped out, not even Kelly or Michelle. There was others? There were others that were kind of swapped out for like one or two songs or something. I can't remember. That no one gave a shit about. I would be one of those ones, like the Asian one that never made it. (laughs) It's like the, uh, the, the less popular Barbies. Yeah. (laughs) I used to have some of those fake Barbies. Like the dollar store Barbies or like the shitty ones. Like Right, the off brand. Yeah, like with brown hair and like a, a shitty red dress. Right. Or like they would, I would have like a family one. Like, you know how they give you, like, well, I don't know. Like they would give you the ones with the families. Like it's like the wife and the husband and like two little kids, like a boy and a girl. I remember That's having right. those. Wasn't there that curb episode where like he buys like some kid, like a black Barbie? Do oh, I don't, that I don't remember that one. Is that a curb? I don't remember that. Episode of Curb Enthusiasm, yeah. Yeah. It's a but, good show, but no, I don't remember that episode. But you're like also an 80s baby. Do you remember Cabbage Patch Kids? I So I got to Canada in okay. the early 90s. Okay. So I missed all that 80s stuff. So okay. Like, all my like memories are 90s memories. Like Super Soaker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super Soaker. I love Super Soaker. What else was important? What else were, were like the big toys in the 90s? Uh... Like Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles were big. Yeah, they were a big deal for sure. And then in like the late 90s was Pokemon. Pokemon really took over. <laughs> and like Pokemon cards and video oh, games yeah. and stuff. I was too Do old for Digimon? that. Digimon? Digimon was some bullshit. I, Digimon was like trying to compete with like Pokemon. Trash. It was just <laughs> like, could you, could you try and steal it a bit less? Like... No crazy. Was it like a North American ripoff of Pokemon? No, no, no. I think it was Japanese too. Oh, it was also. Yeah. Yeah. It was also. Japanese. It was just like a competitor. It was the same thing, but they just called it like Digi. Yeah. Digi. Digivolve. They were yeah. all like digital and stuff. Oh. Like you, they were yeah. in this like <laughs> digital world that they existed in. <laughs> I did have a black Cabbage Patch Kid, even though like no one else had it here. But it was like a preemie baby, so it was like a little black baby Cabbage ever, Patch Kid. It was really cute. Like beanie babies. Yeah. Did you? Did you collect them? Yeah, my uh, auntie in America used to be like mad for Beanie Babies. <laughs> she had like all these um, toys like stuffed in like shoe boxes because like my uncle she saved like, them. Yeah, people didn't. believed it was going to have value, right? They're all, yeah. they thought they, these things were going to be valuable in the future and they're like, I'll just hoard them yeah, now. Some of them were like the Princess Diana one. What? There was a Princess oh. Diana Beanie Baby? <laughs> yeah, for like real? Commemorative. That's so trash. It's I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that was an insane day That's when so Diana weird. died. I was like 97. And they had like cartoons on TV for some reason, but kept interrupting it to take it what? back to a funeral. So what? we were trying to watch like cartoons. Everyone was like watching the thing. We didn't really understand it, but just kept like going back to this like. Okay, so shit. so that's what happened on that day. Do you remember where you were, Fouad, on the day that Princess Diana died? Yeah, I was I was watching SNL and then oh. it cut out. <laughs> really? Did sketch SNL. About it. Yeah, it cut it cut to this, and I'm like, this is a weird sketch. Okay. And, and it was just the news. It wasn't like okay. it wasn't SNL yeah. anymore. They cut out to be like Princess Diana has <laughs> died. <laughs> and, yeah, and I was just like, this is the weirdest sketch. I don't understand. And eventually, yeah. I'm like, oh shit, she's just like, this is someone actually dying, <laughs> and they're reporting on it. So that was. 
There's a theory that's what that you guys got, were doing. But she got iced by MI6 because she uncovered all the pedos in the government. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Along this whole Epstein stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she was like an real. early whistleblower. Seriously. Yeah. With uh, Jill Dando as well, who got. She was like a TV presenter who got. Um, this was in the UK. Yeah. It was quite a big thing. She got like shot on her doorstep because like she had this dossier of all, all these. Oh, my. And she's dead. In. Yeah, she got assassinated. That's insane. They tried yeah. to pin it on some like. And didn't didn't God. Epstein have like Prince Charles or something on his Andrew. list? Prince Andrew. 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 Yeah. yeah. So like, so if he's the, he's on that list, I guarantee you, some of the other royals, if not all the other royals, are on there. Well, the thing is, like, mm, that's remember a good Jimmy point. Saville? Yeah. He was yeah. big friends with Prince Charles. So. Yeah. Oh, he was a big friend of his. Yeah. He was a massive mm. friend of it because he had like a uh, links as well with the Thatcher government. And yeah. Like he was linked in. Like yeah. he was. He got away with like so much stuff because he was just like totally. powerful. And he ran like a like a pedo ring, right? Like this. He had a well, show. He, I don't think he like ran the ring necessarily, but he just he got just, away like, with so much a lot shit of because he was like in the spotlight and he was like very charitable and very charismatic. Okay. So he was just like the ultimate sociopath because like hiding in plain sight right. sort of thing. Okay. But like a lot of the, this is getting really dark. This, this episode, <laughs> but like we always refer to Petergate and shit like that. We're I do, I do. Yes, thanks uh, for clarifying. It's important, but like a lot of it was is like by the reason they have these things is is the blackmail politicians. So right. it'd be like the secret services, which will set up these situations and then film it and um, use it as blackmail. So that's what Epstein was. He was essentially like a a blackmailer, like an asset. intelligence asset. Totally, yeah. He was a fall guy, right? They're just like everything's in your name, mm-hmm. so if anything should come out, it's all linked back to you and not us. I yeah, someone. Yeah, I guess that was what it was in the end. Like, yeah, had to go. I don't think I'd be really good at, at doing all that <laughs> stuff. It seems really complicated. No, but you're a no Virgo, Gislaine so I Maxwell. bet you're you're a Virgo. <laughs> you're a Virgo sun with a Libra moon and a Cancer rising. Maybe you could get away with it because you're organized. I mean, the Libra moon, like Lewis, you're a Libra sun. The Libras enjoy harmony, beautiful things, aesthetics. Like, there's nothing wrong with a Libra. No one says that they hate a Libra. Am no, I right? No one ever said there was anything wrong with Libra. No, no why one you, said... Why are you mentioning it? Like, no, but, people are talking shit. No, but no one says shit about a Libra. They say shit about yeah, Geminis, about Scorpios. Um, and you have a Cancer rising. So, I mean, you're... Like, Cancer rising is just like, you could be sympathetic or emotional. Or you could just be crabby, you know, depending on how you might be. Okay. The rising sign is kind of how people might see you if they don't know you very well. All right. And the sun sign, which is what most of us know, the Virgo, which is just organized, OCD, a perfectionist, and just like on top of details, like obsessed with details, is maybe just your general, like kind of how you go about life. The moon sign, which yours is Libra, the the balancing scales of harmony. Um, The moon sign is kind of you behind closed doors or with closer friends and family who like get to see the true you or maybe just you behind closed doors, like as you like might be in private or something. Right. Mm -hmm. Looking at the chart, he is very earthy. But it has Mercury and Venus in Virgo. So Mercury is the planet of communication. So I would conjecture in this pseudoscientific way as I'm not a professional <laughs> astrologer and really just use stuff that I read on the internet or in my 1970s astrology books as, as a helpful guide for my interpretations on air. thousand percent. <laughs> I'm a hustler just like my dad. Until um, six cents. Yeah. My dad was a Gemini. So whatever. Um, 
you know, then you're probably careful about what you say or thoughtful about what you say. You probably right. do think maybe you do. I mean, you could tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds about right. Sounds fairly accurate, I'd say. And how long have you been doing comedy for, Fawad? I've been doing stand-up for seven years. It'll be seven years, August 29th. On your birthday? On my birthday, You yeah. started on your birthday. Yeah, well, it wasn't like an intentional thing. It just okay. Kinda, I, <laughs> I just knew a friend who was doing stand-up at the time. He'd yep. been doing it for a few months. He knew okay. a producer. I see. I talked to the producer, and the producer's like, I got this date for you. And I'm like, oh, okay. that's cool. It's my yeah. birthday, so let's do that. Okay. So now I have like a very definitive anniversary okay. to remember. It's just very so easy. interesting. That's easy. very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it. Seven years. But <laughs> pretty fun ride in that seven years so far. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And how did you get in? Like, other than like, had Wait, you just been you, thinking do you do about stand up as well? Sure. No, no? Okay. I just talk to you guys. Okay, That's cool. it. No, I don't. No worries. No, yeah. I'm just curious because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming Lewis does, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Did you, was it something you always wanted to do or were you kind of like the class clown or like did you take a class or like how did you kind of initially get into So that? I was the, yeah, the funny friend in okay. my, my group for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I had like a, a really hard time with social anxiety. So I mm-hmm. thought if I could do stand up that I could right. talk to people. Okay. And, and, and sure enough, it worked. Yeah. And I was just uh, able to like transition from being the funny person in my friend group to the funny yeah. person on stage. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Thanks. Now, I heard that you have never had a tarot card reading before. I have not. It's my first All time. Right, so let's dig into the cards. Let's do it. So what I'm going to do is I will shuffle with my hands and you just tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay. Stop. Okay. And then from here, I'll cut the deck into three separate piles and you can tell me about where, like a third down, halfway, and then you can tell me to place the different stacks like to my left or to my right. So you just let me know how I should cut this deck. Sure. Let's do like a quarter of the way down. Quarter down like this? Yeah, that's good. Okay. And to the left? here uh yes okay and then what's next about half of that to the right okay Mm. yeah i'm good with that all right and then how should we restack them so that they make one pile again all right put the the middle stack on the left stack this one yeah okay and then put the the far right one on Mm -hmm. the on Left. top? Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to read the past, the present, and the future. Let's see what the cards have in store today. The first card. Oh, look at are you surprised, Lewis? Are you surprised we see the Not nine of all. the nine of wands? I can take this one. And why don't Foad, why don't you describe this card? Okay, looks like is this right side up? Yep, this uh, is the right side up. Cool. Uh can I take a look at it? Yeah, of course. Hang on to it there. It looks like a strange Ooh. star of... No, it's not a star of David. It says, <laughs> it says IX. I got it's you. <laughs> but it, there's, a, there's a moon, I guess a crescent moon that's like kind of blood, bloody-ish. And then a bunch of trees stacked like stairs up mm-hmm. into the moon. <clears throat> it's a very like jarring image. Yes. All right. Lewis. So you, this is you know about this card. progression and taking steps towards like like a project or working towards something. So 
pretty like standard card for a comedian to have. Like, this, <laughs> it this, is. We've seen it a lot. We've seen it a lot. I'm kind of bored of this card now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we're we're jaded now. This is our 21st episode. We're Ooh. tired. I just podcast and work out now. That's what I do. I'm just turned into an asshole. Oh. <laughs> turned into such a dickhead. I'm just kind of like a do nothing bitch trad wife. And then I just do the podcast. And then I go to like Kundalini. Like it's pretty chill. Yeah. But I do have a headache from sunstroke from riding my bike all day and this going pretty, to the crystal store. This will probably come out near, near Christmas. So um, it's getting, getting cold out there. <laughs> getting wow, cold. I'm feeling that Get chill. your shopping done. Oh my goodness. All right. So... When you get this reverse, like when we work with this suit, which is the suit of wands, mm. I'm going to backtrack here and say that there's four different suits in the tarot deck okay. along with the major arcana, which is 22 major archetypes. So when we get major arcana cards, we look at those f- with more significance. Um, the suit of wands here represents creativity and imagination. It's fueled by the element of fire. So that makes sense. You know, you, you are in a creative industry and it makes sense that, you know, you've been here seven years and you're building your career step by step. Right. Right. Um, I don't know if this makes sense and I don't know what you're going through or what this has to do with, but it suggests here that the nine of wands represents like defending your legitimate territory. Interesting. Through effort and determination, you have protected what is yours, shown courage under fire, and stood your ground. This is a card of recovery. But when you get it upside down, it sometimes means that there's either delays or the energy is like a bit reversed. So this might suggest that there's a losing battle or maybe like instead of ascending, maybe you're going in a different direction than what you intended to be. And who knows if that's true or not. Um, It's saying like if, if it is like a losing battle or something where you're like, you know, sometimes we are working on a project and we want to finish it, but sometimes that project is not going well or it's just not going in the direction we wanted it to. And so it's suggesting whatever it might be, if this in case is what's happening for you, like it's, you know, you might cut your losses, get out or change direction. Or if it isn't working out for you, then go on to something else. Um, and it just says get on with your life or whatever that is. Cool. Okay. So the next card, this is the present card. We have the Ace of Pentacles. This is a card I haven't seen in a while. So take a look at this and describe it for okay. the readers. Okay. It's readers. like a cross section of a log. You're tired. Don't worry about it. There's some twigs attached to this cross-section. It looks super old. It's got a lot of rings. The center ring is like reddish-orange. And yeah, it's the Ace of Pentacles. Yes. Lewis, take a look. In the center of even the giant redwood trees, a tiny seedling once stood. Such is the energy of the Ace of Pentacles. It's the seed that takes root, grounding you for the future. You're in the beginning phases of a prosperous venture. Mm. Stay grounded. Go outside. Take time to appreciate nature. You may also find a windfall of wealth heading your way. Nice. You've got paper coming towards you. Hey. <laughs> that sounds great. Yes. The sooner the better, universe. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? This is kind of this kind of makes sense Your to me. Bitcoin's looking... bouncing back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bitcoin. It makes sense to me here because if if the nine of wands reverse is saying like, oh, maybe this direction is not what you intended or where you necessarily want to go, this kind of new beginnings that is represented by the Ace of Pentacles is is really nice to have. Mm-hmm. Um, when we deal with the suit of pentacles that has to do with earth energy and you are an earth sign, you have a lot of earth signs 
in your chart this has to do with new ventures new beginnings and again it has to do with material prosperity jobs career that your home that sort of thing like basic material stuff so that that's a great card to have in this in this position exciting all right yes and now moving on to the next card we have the Ace of Cups. And this is interesting. We have not seen this at all. Never period. seen that. Never seen this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So nice. this is cool. This is another new should beginning. should play some chimes. <laughs> you, you have the chimes. Play the chimes. And why don't you describe the look of this card for us? Sure. It looks like some sort of goblet against a scaly background. And the reflection of the scale seems to like reflect a flame that's not in the goblet. The goblet itself is empty. Mm-hmm. And, and the Ace of Cups has to do with, we have a new, another suit here, and this is the suit of relationships, the element of water, of you know the subconscious, of the moon, more of a feminine energy here. And indeed, it suggests love's beginnings or like new relationships. It, it doesn't necessarily mean romantic, but it's heavily weighted towards that. But right. it may not necessarily be that. It could just be the beginning of a meaningful relationship of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, marking the beginning of a new phase. And this is the future. So this is an interesting thing to look out for if if that energy hasn't yet entered into your life. Right. Um, so it just says, expect to enter a blissful time of health, joy, and friendship. A new love could be on the horizon, and you may feel that you're making a whole new start. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just go with it and allow this feeling to revitalize your spirit. So we have a lot of renewed energy or like brand new energy coming in, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And we are entering Virgo season as of August the 23rd. So like it's also your season. Okay. So it kind of makes sense too that in the present, the Ace of Pentacles is here. Right. We are switching over from Leo to Virgo season. So it's you may feel more renewed because it's kind of like your time. The sun is moving into Virgo. And the same thing with with the newness of the present also may bring in some other new things later on in the horizon for the for the near future in the Ace of Cups. Cool. So it could be a relationship thing. Who knows? So that's really interesting. Sounds like exciting things on the horizon. Yeah, exactly. Roll forward. Exactly. And you got a I scaly th- cup on the way. <laughs> scaly <laughs> cup you're, on the you're way. Good. And I'm curious. Oftentimes, I may do a seven card extended reading, and I'm just feeling that vibe right here. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. So I've just added four more cards on top of this. So the next card, card number four that we read is it's the like lesson. Doubling down in poker. I guess so. No, blackjack. That's true. I was just feeling this vibe. So Split this. The aces. Yeah, let's do it. Carry on. Oh, nice. Okay. This one is the lesson coming into your life. So okay. it may already have appeared. This is reverse, but no need. It's a good card anyway. Take a look. We have the three of cups. So this is making sense to me now, actually. Okay. Mm. Lots of cups happening. There's three cups on this. There's three birds sitting on a branch against like a sunset of some kind, it looks like. It says the number three in Roman numerals at the top. It's a very like Miami Vice. Very True. Miami Vice. Like, it's got that gradient. That chill birds. Yeah. Like three birds on a branch. And and this is indeed the cup. Uh, three of cups has to do with friendship. So it could be, you know, two other friends. Like there's a triangulation. And indeed, we have three people here on the pod. So it, it's just kind of like a supportive kind of energy. Let me pull it up. Do we feel like a supportive energy? (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Yes. I feel very supportive. Let me read it. Friendship, joy, and bounty. So it foresees you in the company of amazing friends, creating memories together that you'll forever hold dear. 
These are not just any old friends. They are people with whom you feel a rare connection. With them, you feel truly yourself. Enjoy each minute of this podcast. <laughs> this card can also indicate an upcoming celebration. So that's mm. nice. Damn, love it's it. so specific as well. That's what I love about tarot. Yeah. Mm. Like it literally predicted podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It predicted <laughs> that we would be here right now. Oh, my God, you guys. All right. Wild. That'd so, be cool if there's like a like a sketch of us in that book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, damn, like, that's your cup. That's my cup. And that's Poet's cup. There we go. All I right. Wait, I wait three Everybody. hours for weed for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Everybody gets a cup. Exactly. So the next card here is the lesson already learned. Okay. And I already peaked. <laughs> Lewis has a smile on his face because it's a major arcana card, and it is the devil. <laughs> nice. Looks like a very yeah, friendly devil. <laughs> it's uh, some sort of ram with a pentagram scar like carved into its forehead, and its hooves are on fire. But <laughs> looks like a cool <laughs> goat of some it's kind. It's like really friendly. It does. It's like probably <laughs> like the cutest. So you're like, ah, it's so well, smiling. It's like a a bull, I guess, right? Yeah. So, it's like so, a shaggy kind of so mountain would, goat or something. I don't yeah, know. I would, I would mind give my soul to that. <laughs> yeah, you're that like, oh, can I pet you? Sure. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I will if I can pet you. I'm sure it'd be very aggressive. Like the the <laughs> always the animals with the horns always like they, they like don't get close to me. Yeah, true. Gonna... Yeah, he has got that kind of face. He just knows no <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. But I'd like I'd I'd worship that guy. Would you <laughs> would you cool. like consider selling your soul to the devil for like to this guy for sure? This to guy, this one. I'm vegan, yes. so I like totally. I'm oh, like you're you're vegan. Co come at me in animal form. I'm like here, <laughs> take everything, please. How long have you been vegan for? For a few years, like okay. four or five years. No honey. No honey. Nice. All right, so the devil in its upright form usually, and this is like my personal card, much to the chagrin of my godly friends, but <laughs> but but I can't, I love this card. It's it's about addiction or negativity, but we all know what that feeling is, like the thing that you love about yourself, the thing that you hate, the thing that you wish that you could stop, but you kind of don't want to because it feels good. Like it's it's kind of got that energy, right? Right. Um, but when you get it reversed, this actually is interesting because to me, this really relates to your past card. Okay. Because it says here, you may feel trapped in a situation over which you feel you have no control. But close examination could reveal that it's your own attitudes or beliefs that might be causing the problem. But when we look at this is the lesson you've already learned. So that's in your past. Yeah. If it's it's like if it's like feeling trapped or feeling in a situation that wasn't working, this really resonates for me and has a strong link for the past in the nine of wands reversed in that. Oh, maybe I was building towards something where I was working on this project that isn't working for me. You know what I mean? Right. It, it just it seems really tied to that. Cool. Um, looking more, it could say, <clears throat> uh, carefully examine your beliefs to learn how they could be restricting you. So it could be changing kind of your mindset. And again, this is a lesson already learned. So if there has been kind of a switch in mindset or a change in attitude, that's already happened. Right. Right. Um, what else does it say? Um, it says, be careful of any quick fix to your problems, which are structural and not superficial. If you're willing to do the hard work and, Look at the devil card. It's a goat. That's Capricorn energy, right? Okay. Capricorn is the goat that works hard and like hard work pays off. Like nose to the grindstone, always working hard. I'm just going to jump to your chart. I don't know if we have Capricorn. We have Jupiter and Capricorn, which is your planet of expansion. Okay. Um, but you do have a lot of earth energy anyhow. And like this is an earthy kind of card. 
Um, cool. Yeah, if you just do the hard work, you can solve the issues and achieve success on your own. Um, okay, interesting. So we'll learn more as we open the next two final cards. Okay. Is riding the goat an option? Isn't it always? <laughs> Why wouldn't like, it, is it be recommended, on the table? Or is that like... I would feel like pretty badass riding a goat that has like on. fire hooves. <laughs> And a pentagram on the f- branded on its yeah. forehead. And you can write your own check if you've got a flaming goat. I mean, totally. It's true. It's cool. I'd feel like a fantasy character of some kind. <laughs> like, it, would like, it would look like you're in like a video game and you've put like a weird cheat code on. <laughs> yeah, totally. You ever play Age of Empires? Yes, and you can yeah. get like skins and stuff for it. Yeah, you could like do like a cheat where you had like this um, guy in a Porsche with like a bazooka. Just oh, really? Like really? Amongst the horses and <laughs> <laughs> like. Is it a white Porsche though? It's a black Porsche. Mm, I'd want it to be white. Of course. Or yellow or red. I never really liked it because it was like, wasn't in keeping with the theme. Yeah, it's very cheeky, right? <laughs> yeah, it just, I can't really get into it. All right, so next card. This is what's working for you. We have a major arcana. It is the magician reverse, but that also is unimportant. Play okay. some play some chimes. Play a chime. Lewis, do you remember this card? Can you describe it? This is the first like the second card in the major arcana after the fool, the magician. Do you remember this one? I do. Okay. Did I get this? Hmm? Did I get this at some point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, it's a leopard with an infinity symbol on, paws on a pentagram, sword, twig, cup, below, in that order. Nice. You, you don't nice remember card. anything else? Okay. No, just, just we tell me. We haven't seen it in a while. Okay. When no, was the last fine. time? We haven't seen this card in a while, but as you can see... It has all the four suits of the tarot, right? Right. The intellect and discernment of the swords, the material possessions and wealth that the pentagrams suggest, uh-huh. element of earth, the harmonious relationships and free-flowing energy of the water of cups, and then the imagination and the in, like, you know, the creativity of the wands, suit of fire. So this suggests here, as you go on your new journey, as we look at the Ace of Pentacles, a new beginning... As we look at the Ace of Cups, maybe new relationships and new material or like jobs or opportunities, this indicates that you also have all the tools you need to succeed. So you're really well positioned right. at this time to step into whatever the universe holds for you. So that's a really great card to have. And that's what's working for you. That's cool. Yeah, I'm noticing a lot of cups and a lot of trees. It's true. Yeah, there's a lot of branches yeah. kind of in, in this whole spread. And now I guess with these last two, mm-hmm. the pentagrams starting to show up. Yep, we have some pentacles. And then we have the final card, which is always sometimes you're like, what? Like, I'm, I'm ready to see like what this is going to be. This is what is not working for you. And sometimes you get a strange card in this position. Like, why would it be here? Okay. So I'm prepared for that kind of feeling to cool, happen let's do it so let's see oh interesting so we have our first kind of face card it's the father or the king of wands okay this is really interesting so it's upright and in this when we get a face card like this it either refers to an aspect of you or someone else in your life um it likely is um and you because it's, it's a personal reading and i hate this book so <laughs> i mean Really, this has to do with, let's see, 
Let's see what this other bug. Do you says. want to describe the card, Fawad? Oh yeah, true. Sure, yeah. yeah there looks it. to be a king cobra that's poised to strike, uh, holding a, a, a twig in within its body, and like a reddish yellow lightning bolt coming down behind it in the far distance. Father of Wands. All right. Yeah. So this is the King of Wands, and. Um, Upright, it represents a man of status and wealth, an influential and independent person who is inclined to help those he cares about. You can rely on his honesty, intelligence, loyalty, and fair-mindedness, and you are sure to get good advice from him. If the king does not represent an actual person in your life, it could refer to a situation which is exactly as it appears to be with no hint of deception. This card could indicate that good fortune is coming your way, perhaps in the form of good news, a promotion, or an inheritance. But then why would it be in the position... Where where it's like not working for you. To be honest, in the way that I've kind of seen this card for people is kind of like the comedian card because you're kind of like entertainers and and it is the suit of creativity. But why would this be in this position? I'm I'm baffled here. Is it saying that you should stop comedy? I I don't know that that's what it's saying, but it, maybe it's calling on you to like maybe it's calling for like new inspiration or like new kind of beginnings because this is the only this is the only thing you have in wands other than this one right. but i'm trying to parse out the relationship between these two but i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing it's not saying like stop that but maybe there's some aspect that like some small detail that is being missed in some way okay i'm not sure but Overall, I don't think it's a bad card to have in like you could have way worse cards in this position. Like you could have some kind of like depressing looking card. Yeah, I got a sick cobra. Yeah, you got a cobra. You could have the sad horse. I'd much rather. Or the depressed rose. Of the depressed rose. The wilted rose of Beauty and the Beast. What's your least favorite card, Shaw? My least favorite card? Like I would probably say it's like a boring one. Yeah. Well that's that twig one at the start, the step one. Well, we see that a lot. I mean, I don't know what my least favorite card is. How many cards are in that deck? 78. That's a lot of cards. 78. Least favorite. I love that one. No one, actually, no one has pulled the death card in the Major Arcana, which signifies just change. It's not about anything dying. It's just like like a drastic change, which you can't go back from. So you have to just roll with it. Right. No one has received that. My least favorite. This is really hard to say. I, I probably would say like six of pentacles because everyone gets it. Like the one with the fruits that Amanda got the other day. Oh, yeah. That one's boring as fuck. <laughs> this one. This one. This one. This one is a really late, boring so card. We're on the 21st episode. We're all jaded now. Right. You've gone through a whole bunch but of Lewis, these. Sick what of is all your these favorite cards. card? Like it's just. What's your favorite card, Lewis? Do we uh, have a favorite card? Damn. What? But this. Would Pimp you say Tiger. this is your most hated card? Oh, yeah. That card sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that card could suck my dick, honestly. I can't, I'm sick of that card. Do you think it would? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, it it would it eventually, would. but it would make such a fuss about it that you're just like, oh, forget it. <laughs> you're like, I don't even want I'm, this. I'm going home. Oh my god, you're I'm like, ordering, I don't even I'm want ordering it. an Uber pool. <laughs> I'm going home. It was worth the Uber pool to get away. That's a bad one. We have to get out of a situation, but you haven't got the money for an Uber X. So we have to get into an Uber pool. <laughs> Uber pool, baby. Uh, bad energy with two of the people. I don't know which one don't I like. That one's really boring. I don't love this one. No, that one ad- has some That one's depressing. That one's a good card. What's a good in card? A bad way. And that smash glass one. 
It's a good one if you're walking away from a bad situation. Oh, yeah. All right. What I'm else? Always walking away I don't know. from bad situations. I don't know. That one's that one's pretty boring. I like the um, the devil one's pretty good just because it's the fucking devil. I love the devil. <laughs> That's a great card. And you think, oh, shit. Everyone freaks out, but death I love it. The death card's good. The death card is good. I don't know. Is it wrong to wish for the death card? No, we all wish for a painless and easy death after the trials and tribulations of life, which is simultaneously both too long and also too short. I want a very cool death. Yeah, I don't want it to be painless. I want to feel a lot before yeah. I go. Because I'm going to be dead after anyway. What would, so just what like would be the ideal death? Like, how old do you want to be? Like, and, and don't make that like, no, I mean, like, what would be a pr- what would be like the most like a painless ideal, like just falling asleep and never waking up? Jumping off a building because <laughs> it would be painless because you you pass out before you get to the. Do morning. you? Because you get too like you get pressure. Yeah. Oh, you get too freaked out. <laughs> you don't get too freaked out. It's like, it's like it's like a physical sensation where like you jump out of a window. The the force. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't know. Kind of like behind a roller coaster where you have that drop, oh, but the oh, drop the never force. ends. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it just keeps <laughs> Oh, faster. man. Foad, do you have any opinions uh, on... Ideal? Like a nice death. I don't know. Uh, I want to get, get shot down with a rain of arrows, like in oh. Throne of Blood. Oh, damn. That's, yeah, it's so pretty intense. Brutal. It's pretty intense. Uh, Medieval death. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I guess just something where I feel a lot before I die. I don't think I'd want to die in my sleep. Oh, how but... about being shot out of one of those catapults like in medieval times? <laughs> oh, like a trebuchet? Like yeah, launched yeah, out of yeah. a trebuchet? That'd be pretty wild. at the same time and you get to like... I wouldn't want that. If I'm going to... I want to enjoy the trebuchet ride before I die. I wouldn't mm, want to be fair. like on fire. If, if they're just going to set me on fire anyway, whatever. But <laughs> if I have the option, then like I want to enjoy that trebuchet ride. I'm not going to enjoy anything on fire. I'm just going to be like, this That's sucks true. the entire time. You know, one thing I would... One, one way I would not want to die by drowning. I would not want to die by drowning. Lie. That sounds horrifying. Yeah. Like that yeah. sounds horrifying. Yeah. I would not want to drown. That like sounds like the worst kind of death. Would not be good. What would, would not be? I'd good. hate to get. No, painful. no, like suffocating, losing the like that just. Well, sounds... and filling your lungs with water, no, right? That's gotta no, be a terrifying. No, terrifying. no, I'd hate to get hit by like a hybrid car or something. That's <laughs> hybrid. Why, car. That's why I never take. You know, so like a lot of homeless people and crackheads like have just, hybrid cars. <laughs> They're just like. They no, they they take liberties with traffic. Like they'll cross yes. when it's really busy. Yeah, they like I would never do that. I do really. I do it sometimes <laughs> if a rebel late for work, but like they stop for an Asian woman. Fuck yeah, yeah, they stop. You got to play that card. Yeah, I, I get to. So Asian I, privilege. I just walk into yeah. traffic all the time. Do it. Live your life. Yeah, exactly. Live your goddamn truth. I wouldn't take that kind of risk because just getting hit by a car is such a shit death. <laughs> I can see you just bouncing off the windshield. It wouldn't like no, but people drive fucking stupid big cars here. Like, yeah, they do. Totally, yeah. Ford but what up. if what if you got killed by a car, but it was like some sort of hit? It's not just an accident. Like someone, oh, like someone I'm wanted listening. to take you out with a car. <laughs> oh, I, feel, you- I feel like it's 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 less weak. If it's like an intentional, yeah. like someone tried to murder you with their car. <laughs> like but you're right. I think if it's just like a random like, oops. Uh, the New Jersey turnpike. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then like get so, shot down. Yeah. Or, or they run you off the, yeah. the, the road or something, you know. Okay. But, yeah. When we uncover the massive pedophile conspiracy. That's, that's it. That's how you go. You guys that's how like I go. a buddy comedy <laughs> where you're like searching. Super dark that we both cover. die before the we get to leak the information. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good idea for a film. <laughs> let's do it let's write it 
Damn. Let's do it. Can there be like we, a hamster mascot involved? It's a dark humor. A talking hamster mascot. You ever seen the film Four Lions? No. Do you want to voice this hamster? Is that what you're angling for? Oh my God, could I? That would be amazing. <laughs> it's just like an airhead hamster that's like, oh my God, I want bubble tea. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to edit this shit out and send it to Universal. <laughs> I've got a great idea for you. Totally, hey. listen up. Got a movie. <laughs> listen up, you idiots. <laughs> A hamster that loves okay. shopping. Pedophiles are hot right now. We need to catch this wave <laughs> yeah. while it's still before it breaks. You know, we've got to get on people this. People are already money. forgetting about Epstein. All right, he's dead. <laughs> we, he's need old news. we need to keep. We need to keep this alive. alive. We got to keep it going. But I will say, I, I do like that. The uh, I got that magician card. Yeah. Because I often equate stand-up comedy Ooh. to magic. Ooh. Because there's a lot of misdirection and magic okay. is all misdirection. True. It's all about like looking mm. over here and right. then really what's happening is on the other side. Yeah. I could uh, buy you as a magician actually. <laughs> you <do have laughs> you got that mustache, mustache and like the black wavy <laughs> yeah, hair. Black yeah. You would be a well, great magician. Thank you. I should maybe I should, magic. That would be maybe actually. that's what the, the last thing is actually <laughs> yeah. representing. Right. Like, and to move away You should get into magician comedy. Get some magic. Just go full magic. That totally. would be amazing, actually. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, I don't see a lot of brown magicians. I feel like right, like who's a re- magician? Representation matters, right? We gotta... Are there like any like how many magicians do you guys think there are in this city? Probably a lot. I'm sure there's a lot, but you don't hear about magician no. open mics. No, but they That'd have they do shows. I've I've seen do they? I've seen magicians do, put on shows and stuff. Yeah, okay. for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's something I don't know anything yeah. about for sure. Although I will say I've seen magicians come to comedy open mics and like practice their stuff there. I okay. have seen that. Oh, yeah, there is a couple. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Let's get a magician on. Do you know any magicians? I don't. All right, this is an open call. I know a couple. All right. Do <laughs> okay. Well. I'll, I'll send he's got a reluctant out. face on. I'm not but, got a reluctant no, face. No, I know on. I'm joking. But that would be really interesting. I would love to talk to a magician. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's get a about. magician. They'd love to show you some tricks, probably. They love showing people tricks. Mm, mm-hmm. That's why they're magicians. Illusions. True. <laughs> illusions, Michael. <laughs> you don't like my stupid illusions. <laughs> but what would you keep in the banana stand? Money, obviously. Yeah. What what else is there to keep in a banana stand? Drugs. Patrice Crystals. Money's more liquid than drugs and or crystals. Candy. That's true. Sour keys. I guess if you're on Venice Beach, it might be a good idea to have a little... If I had crystals and incense on Venice Beach, I'd make a killing. Yeah? Maybe. I think you make more money with crack. Yeah, true. But we need to do our market research. I'll get on Google Analytics... (laughs) because I completed my qualification <laughs> for that now. And I'll see what the market's searching for. All right. Crack, Venice Beach. <laughs> Should we play the music? I don't know. I think we need to finish off with a big question of sorts. Yeah, that wasn't big enough. It wasn't big enough. Do you have a big enough. question? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. If there was Ooh. a... If I'm, I thought it would come, I thought just like <laughs> you ever just like try and just try and if, you know what I mean. You start with an if. You start oh. with an if because you can really like, lengthen that out. Roll off the time. What's your like take for like if you're on stage and you're trying to think of something to say? Do you have like a go-to fill-in phrase? Like you know, rappers go, mm, yeah, <laughs> right, okay, we're doing it. 
I am a relatively scripted comic. I often, if mm. I'm going off script, I'm talking to someone. Mm. Okay. So I don't really have oh, to like, think yeah. that much. Yeah. I can just kind of have a conversation back yeah. and forth. But I, I don't really have a lot of riffing that I do. Not that I, I can't. I can't do it. But I, mm. I just, I, I'm very like. Do you have a drink? Do I have a drink? Yeah. Do you like drink or like? Oh, I yeah. On stage, sometimes I bring water with me, but I don't drink. Mm. But I, yeah. Oh, you don't drink booze. Yeah. Do you do any like drugs or anything like that? Yeah, I smoke weed. Okay, mm. for sure. Fair enough. Do you ever smoke weed before performing? Sometimes I it, I think the the more important the show is the the more sober I want to be. Yeah. Mm. But Definitely. certain shows I don't mind messing around yeah. and, and yeah. having some fun with it. But I I I obviously perform better when I'm like completely sober because oh I'm sharp. And I'm, yeah. Because yeah. you need that fear. Yeah. I find that weed kind of improves it sometimes because it makes you more scared <laughs> and it kind of keeps you <laughs> in that. Makes you more paranoid for sure. And <laughs> yeah. I like I have a harder time dealing with averse reactions to my jokes than I mm. would if I'm sober. Like oh, if the joke doesn't land the same way, it, yeah. it like affects me more when i'm sober okay. it does not affect me like i'm like oh because like, like, i've been do, yeah because yeah. i've been doing it for about seven years yeah. now so yeah, like yeah, i'm yeah. i i've learned to be unaffected by it and that's that's right. very important for a stand-up comic yeah. yeah if the comic does a joke that doesn't land and it starts to like crumble on stage visibly oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone just like loses confidence yeah. in that yeah. like we can't trust you yeah but if you just like move on yeah, yeah, yeah. and and like you know d- close out strong people yeah. forget people forget Take that anything ever happened yeah yeah it's like a the... figure skater that takes a wipeout and keeps going but lands that quadruple axle yeah, yeah. at the end and then you're yeah just, like your mind's blown right and you're like what was that ending yes. and like people are like yeah but she fell you're like right. what happened yeah, i don't yeah, remember yeah. her falling <laughs> <laughs> true true she brought it back with the That's band it. move which kills everyone who that right. beheads people <laughs> yeah <laughs> But yeah, that's that's all you need. You need to have like a strong start and a mm-hmm. strong ending. The it's middle, true. the middle can be obviously it's better if the middle is like bangers as well. Mm-hmm. But if there's a lull somewhere in the middle, so long as the ending closes out tight, people forget. People true. are just like that was amazing. Right, it's like just life. Leave them that's with that that's why it's good to yeah. die in some like jumping off a building ridiculous scenario because you get born and that's like a miracle anyway and, <laughs> and as long also, also if a you very live, violent thing right just yeah like it pushed into the world and if yeah. you live like a like a boring ass life but then you die in like a hail of arrows it's gonna be like damn totally what a life that guy led he just he was born and then he got gunned Lit down up. by the mob yeah I'm, I'm imagining like a hail of arrows like the movie hero with Jet yeah. Li. I don't know if either of you have seen that movie, but just like a wall of arrows. True. The uh, the film Throne of Blood is really good. It's by Akira Kurosawa, I think. Okay. And it's like a retelling of Macbeth. Oh, nice. There's a scene at the end with like real arrows that are like just like pounding into the wood beside him. And he has to like run and then he gets like arrows thrown That's at insane. him. Oh, shit. Sure. Really sick film. It's That's like, wild. 70s or something, but holy smokes, yeah, I highly recommend that. It's probably what it's probably earlier than that, probably is. Yeah, it's not the 70s, black and white, yeah, very early. Yeah, Kurosawa did stuff like very, very early on, long time ago. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So, the moral of this is get born, die in a hail, in a hail of arrows. Or just anything that's not in your bed. Just like feel something before you die. Just don't get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. Don't get unless, cancer. Or unless. fucking a horse. <laughs> or fucking yeah. a horse. Don't, don't die fucking a horse. Don't, as long as there's like do a that. somber documentary about you, you're good. Then <laughs> <laughs> I 
all these all those people that you never liked in life suddenly get contacted for this interview <laughs> and then they're like talking about you that's right you, so much you shit. don't want that shit especially after you've died fucking a horse and they're like what a loser <laughs> yeah, honestly who be so gets funny. killed if my enemy gets fucked by a horse and dies <laughs> and then like some journalist contacts me and is like hey did you know that so and so got fucked by a horse and died do you want to talk about it i'm like fuck yeah i want to talk about it this is brilliant Although what does happen with because uh, people fucking horses is a real thing. Yeah. And often the horses will try to get away and they'll like oh, jump yeah. and break their own necks. <gasps> so like oh. pe- horses die trying to get away from these people that's, who are like fucking uh, <laughs> Jesus that Christ. That is a shame. Okay, that's an even worse death than getting hit by a car. You fucked a horse and the horse like broke its neck trying to get away. No, you were so unfuckable no, that the horse was like, fuck this shit. I do not want to bang neck. this human. <laughs> this human is and so unfuckable that I'm like, I well. would rather break my neck than like get your like tiny human dick inside any one of my amazing horse holes. Like, fuck that shit. I'm going to die right now. This is horrible. I did not need that yeah. insult to fuck Pe- me. Peace out. <laughs> That's wow. a good thing to end on, I think. Yeah. That's the second episode in a row we've referenced horse sex. So is this the second one that's referenced horse death as well or just horse sex horse sex all right first one for, for, some, horse for death. some reason i googled horse dick well oh yeah that's true you did <laughs> some reason some, i some don't reason. know i don't just know for some we, reason I'm, i've done thousand podcasts this week i can't remember who did what why i looked up a horse dick you know it just blends in you just feel like a traffic 14 year old that's just life, just guys. not knowing what's coming from where. One day you're reading a poem, next minute you're looking at a horse dick on the internet. You gotta look. Then you've got another guest. You can't not look. You have to. Yeah, you can't. What kind of life is that? That'd be so pathetic. <laughs> if at you're the end die of your and life, yes, <laughs> you're about to die, and someone's like, "Hey, do you ever see a horse dick?" You're like, "No." <laughs> no, actually, or like, I never. What ate is a mango. that? <laughs> I never had a mango before. Like oh, something that's weird. So sad. That's oh, you never like, sad. probably write mango. Like if someone had never had like And they're about to die, it'd be like, This is so sad. Try this. <laughs> Get born. Just hand him a horse. Eat a mango Try this. real quick. <laughs> die spectacularly. That's the moral. Let's play out now. All right.